back to I swear this will make sense. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. It's been many hot minutes. We uh, we would like to start by saying hi. Hi, Sean. Hello, Goose. You are next to me. I am uh, next to you. As you can right? probably hear, we are not indoors. We are out of doors. We are uh, right now in lovely Toronto's picturesque Christie Pitts Park. Christie Pitts Park. Outside in the wind and the fall foliage, enjoying the day, um, highly caffeinated, <laughs> uh, and and welcoming back uh, our podcast after our summer hiatus. Um, it happened a little out of nowhere. it's not summer anymore, that's yeah. for sure. No. I am wearing Sean's It is sweater. October 17th, 18th? It is? Oh, it it's is, the 17th. It yes, is it one is. of the teens of October. October is in its teen years. Ooh, the wind is picking up to remind <laughs> to remind us that it is in fact October. Yeah, um, this is the the day. Yeah, so we are we are next to each other. Uh, We're finally getting finally. a chance to successfully record this. We tried to do person. it in person once. It didn't work. It did not work. Did not work. We no. don't have um uh, a lesson plan today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put the, on the um, the sub didn't uh, uh, leave a lesson plan necessarily. I'm gonna roll a uh, VHS player connected to a TV on a cart. Into this podcast, and it's gonna be Bill Nye. And you're gonna enjoy. Bill Nye's Nye gonna be there. <laughs> it's gonna be Bill Nye on there. I on wish the we TV. had Bill Nye as a guest star. I on this podcast. I feel like wouldn't I wouldn't fabulous? want that actually. I don't think he would like us very much. I don't to know be that he would. No. I I don't know much about Bill Nye. That's the end of the sentence, isn't it? We uh, both worked full time in the summer. We did doing so, very similar things, slightly different things, but similar. Slightly different, but definitely similar in terms of levels we both of stress. Worked in restaurants. We both worked as servers. At yes. one point, we were both working as servers, and so um, we had schedules that really conflicted. As it comes to recording the pod, we just really did not yeah, have the time we, and if we did decide to squeeze in and yeah. an hour session to record and plan and do all the lovely things that we would normally do um uh we would not have been able to keep the integrity of the podcast that you know and love so henceforth summer hiatus and we are welcoming each other back right now with uh, hearts full of joy and black tea black tea black tea that's black what i had yeah. I, i've only ever taken my tea black i take everything um uh, on my on my liquids. Don't finish that sentence. Every, no, no, every no, 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 black. no, 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 no. Except like things that aren't supposed to be black. Um, okay, what? The point is, I didn't think I liked tea for quite a while because did I? Um, I'm prepared to have this conversation. Well, my my mother uh, has her tea with milk. Uh, I don't think she does sugar, uh, unless it's she's having fun. Um, Ooh, getting a little crazy. But yeah, she does it with milk, and so that's how I tried it. Um, and then I, I had it and I was like, oh, I don't like this very much. And then I had tea without anything going on in there. Yeah. Just tea in just and tea. of itself. What was and it? And it was fantastic. I don't know. It might have been Earl Grey. Just like a classic? It might have been Earl Grey Berry's moment. Gold, which is a very specific <laughs> brand of tea that you can find <laughs> all over the place in Ireland, but not so much in the in Northern the American Canada. Yeah. countries, um, of which there are two. Uh, three. Oh, no. <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> uh, I wasn't counting Canada. Um, Don't. That was that was Why the one you? I was forgetting. No, I loved tea. I used to hate it when I was a kid, and then suddenly I decided, what the fuck am I doing? I need to start liking tea, and so I did. That was it. That's that's literally how it went. Now I love it. Yeah. Like almost every day. I learned to like coffee black because I didn't like it any other way, and I and I hated it the least black. I now hated I it the love least it. black, and now I love now it the I most love black. It black. Yeah, it's yeah, true. It's... A little bit of oat milk in there. Ooh. Oh, see, that's not black. That's. No, no, but I mean like. 
when I drink coffee with oat milk, it's just as good as it is black. Oh, okay. They're just different. Uh, that's probably a lie and false, but that's okay. I feel like I should explain what that's we'd like to do with this podcast, but I don't by. think we have to because we're kind of we kind of already have. We yeah, this is just sort of a catch up coming back and saying we're alive, uh, yeah, barely. Exactly. Actually, no. Angie seems very much alive, full of being. I uh, am so here. That. I am so present. Sean feeling great. is present, and by God, he wishes he wasn't. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I. It's a stressful time uh, <laughs> it a stressful because time. I'm alive, so it's stressful. Naturally, yeah. Um, Isn't it exhausting just being in a human body? Hi. Oh yeah. I'm Angie, your co-host. <laughs> I swear this will make sense. We're back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. We to, we we're to get we're worse. Up. We're worse when we're next to each other. Oh like my over God. over no, the phone, there's a, there's a facade of professionality. It's true. Uh, professionality, think, professionalism. Over, even over the phone, we also don't want to talk over each other. No. Because we're more more much more aware of of when the other person's speaking, but when we're next to each other, a and hey, girl. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, is someone playing the trombone? <laughs> oh, that is an instrument. That okay. Is... Um, I don't know if this is coming on the <gasps> mic. Someone is just blasting some oh. variety of brass instrument. Okay, this this, oh, this person is coming sort of down into Christie Pitts Park. We're gonna hear more of it. Protest. Folks. Okay. Oh wow, this is fabulous. This is the sort of the There's point though. There's a protest though. going on. Uh, Toronto's a very Go noisy Christy city. Pitts. I often wonder, do I not like Toronto, or do I, would I just always be unhappy in a city? Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, cause like I, I the question is, and and this is the question, cause I, I I think if I live the rest of my life in Toronto, it'll be because I forgot to move out. Um, no, that's yeah. I don't. Yes. No hatred to anyone who who wants to live here. A little bit. No. Um, <laughs> well, we we were born here, so we yeah hit, we yeah hit a we have we have a different keys, passion of, of yeah. hatred. I've never lived anywhere else Neither too. Have I. Um. So yeah, we both now. Angie, you want to stay here? Well, I would for the like foreseeable to. Future. I would like to. Uh, I, I mean, my my this past summer. Um, was the longest I've ever spent outside of Toronto, which I didn't realize until after I got back. I went, wow, why does it feel like it, it's been so long? And it was three months. That's the longest I've ever spent outside of Toronto. It was three months, and it was working a job in Aurelia. Yeah, and not sense. even an hour away out of Toronto. So Jesus, I'm just a little, I'm just a little raccoon, aren't I? Um, I would like to stay here. Uh, I'm in film, so there is an industry here for me that I feel like I can break into. I'm, I don't plan to move to LA or any of that shit. I'm gonna stay in Canada. If it's not here, it's Vancouver. If it's not Vancouver, uh, Montreal. I'm gonna run away into the woods. Montreal's the other option. Montreal would be good too. They have, it, it's not as. It, not as much as like Vancouver, or Toronto, film-wise. Well, I don't there's, know. There's still, there's still, but a there's lot still going a lot. There's yeah. still a lot. No, just, there's just, always just a lot a going on. Canadian just city in for in sure. Quebec, yeah. art-wise. But um, I, I would be happy to stay in Toronto my whole life. I, I would have to travel though, ah. just to you know get out for a little longer than oh, three yeah, months. Oh yeah, you know? oh yeah, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. But you know, I'm happy here. This is my home. I, I don't think I'd ever really call another place home the same way I call no, Toronto. No. So I often wonder. You know, I think a lot of. A lot of artists actually are this way of like the oh I want to move out to a little college where no one can find me or talk to me you know the whole I Walden don't. thing. Uh, a lot of artists are like that though. You'll yeah, say that no, and they'll no, be it's, like it's oh I'd love that. Not unheard of. Um, there are a lot of hermit hermit artists. Yeah, uh, the the need to to run away to have your solitude, have your peace, and then truly be able to. So yeah, create, and and I often right? wonder if if I actually would want that, or if I'd get there and go oh. Where would you go and when and why and where? That's yeah, that's a great question. I you know so I often consider like do I want to move. Do, do I need to live in a city? Do I actually like urban life, but I just don't like Toronto? Or, or do you if I like move cities? to another city, yeah. am I still going to find the same problems? I think you'd have to move to another city to find out. Quieter. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm, I'm hoping to stay somewhere at some point in my life that isn't Toronto for at least a year or two. Um, you'd like to stay somewhere, full stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, I don't know. Uh, it is a little colder outside than it's it was. It's a little cold. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm wearing doing, your, I'm your coat. I'm doing great. Um, I feel like I've stolen your... Did some good warmth. thrift shopping recently. We did. Um, Sean and I overtook the... No, it wasn't Lansdowne. It was Wilson. The Wilson Value Village. Mm. Holy cow. Did we ever... Oh, yeah. Scour like the I, little um, rats. I found some real some real finds. I I'm, I don't go in there looking for like designer brands. I'm not because I, I certainly don't well, resell any Tommy, of this stuff. But that was just like a bonus. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and actually, I'm wearing a, a Brooks Brothers sweater, which I was uh, told by my mother is quite a find. Um, Sean looks really good right now. I know I, look you, I know you guys can't see. But I look fantastic. Sean looks like um, an English TA at like a cool college that like is really real with you and gives you extensions and like shows up hungover to class and is like really cool about it. Ooh. That's is that uh, okay with you? I'm okay with that. Cool. I feel uh, my my whole life people have assumed I'm a, a writer. <laughs> You're a TA? Uh no, or a writer. writer. Uh I think I think there are some outfits I wear that if I started if I just walked up to the start of a tutorial like first day back at no you one no one would be like, "Hey, you're if, not supposed to be here. Yeah, if you walked into a college classroom with your, you have a satchel bag. I think I that also contributes bag. to it quite a and, bit. And I have um, uh, an air of pretentiousness that just <laughs> reeks, frankly. Um, it's really difficult because I want to say, oh, I'm pretentious, but it's never pretense. Pretense, you know, here mean dishonesty. Right. Uh, I when I say, oh, I only really enjoy. <laughs> Ross Rapovich's recordings of the Bach cello suites. Uh, I think his emotions. Blah, 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 I give all this stuff. It isn't me lying to sound intellectual. It's the honest truth, and that's worse. <laughs> I wish I was going <laughs> in and finding a bunch of buzzwords to find to sound smart with. No, I know um, exactly. How I just you enjoy feel. sort of playing with language. Uh, I'm the same. I have a very runaway train track, mm, train brain. Runaway train brain. Brain, train, train brain. Uh, and, and when you don't feel as though you're the conductor, the best thing you can do is hope to lay down as much track as fast as possible because, oh, it's going. Uh, I don't enjoy um, I like that. Uh, swimming in conversation. Uh, you know, I don't... Um, Not treading. Yeah. You're trying to get somewhere. I just... Yeah. It, it isn't that I, I want to become a pro swimmer. A lot of people assume I like to talk. I have a podcast, so that's not a crazy assumption. Not really, but, no. Um, I don't necessarily. I don't it's, think that's, it's that you like to talk. I think it's that your brain gets ahead of you, and so you need to catch up with it. Yeah, That's I not have, a bad thing at I, all, though. No, but I have no option. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's, it's not that this I'm like, oh, I wanted to become a pro swimmer. I want to be really good at talking or something. It's just that like, I kept throwing myself into the water and being like, why did I do this? Um, <laughs> I don't want to swim Shit. right now. I really wanted to not be uh, swimming right now. Why am I swimming right now? And now I better learn wet. how to do it. So I, I, I learned a bunch of words, so I had uh, more tracks to lay down. You know what I mean? Are we talking about synonyms? Should we get going on synonyms? Ooh. On our way here, Pretty Sean excursion. and I were discussing our music Mutual distaste, well, not distaste, but our our a qualm, our qualm with uh, synonyms, and how they are kind of a way of people overcomplicating their language rather than actually being expressive. They're they're not identical. One synonym for a word doesn't mean that the word is identical. It's a different yeah, word. It's it, a different expression. Uh, the, the, it's more the colloquial use of synonym. Um, I generally don't. To me, oh I my did. god! Again, again, talking about the we're pretentious. You about to say no, but also pretentious without even meaning to be like not trying to be. But, but like, no, this is I don't have the way any issue with colloquial usage of words unless I it, it actually makes things more difficult, uh -huh. or, or it just sounds really bad. Like I don't. I'm not a stickler about grammar rules, but um, uh, mixing up um, less and fewer actually annoys me because I feel like it makes the sentence rhythm. Uh, stagnate a little bit. It just slows for, down for a second. So, um, uh, like, you know, there were much less trees. Sounds weird to me. Much fewer trees. Just worse. That works better. But, no, um, I see what you're saying. But uh, synonymous uh, is used colloquially. 
mm, colloquially, incorrectly a lot, I find, uh, or just is used incorrectly a lot. And and I raise an issue with it because it isn't identical. Uh, It should just mean a word that is very similar to. It's in the range. It's in the loop. Um, See... Saying yeah. a word is synonymous with another word isn't always uh, true. It can express maybe the, the same root idea, but but you know the different words have have different uses and and uh, connotations and tones Synonyms and rhythms. Aren't synonymous is the point we're trying to make. Yeah, I'm exactly. Also, I'm a very expressive like speaker and writer, and I think people have kind of taken a notice to that because people say like, oh, you're you're like pretty good at expressing yourself and um i'm a screenwriter too and today me and sean were at a cafe working together and i was working on a script going my teacher must <laughs> hate me because the way that i describe my characters is just so um just really s- particular i, I don't want to say specific because every screenwriter should be specific that's not you know a fault it's just really particular and it's really um, indicative of the tone of the piece. But in screenwriting, you're trying to be economical, right? And you're trying to be roundabout and, and um, fast instead of trying to pile on as much information you can in as few words. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a very descriptive and expressive person in my language is what I'm trying to say. So I try to say exactly what I mean the first time around, which I never do. It's not easy to do. Uh, Sean, do you want to tell us what you learned over the summer? I had quite an eventful summer. Tell us three fun things you did over the summer, followed by your name and pronouns. I'm kidding. This isn't... Um, We're not in... Hi, it's Sean. It's he, him right now. Currently, Um, it's he, him. Currently, it's he, him. (laughs) Who knows? Um, Down the line. Uh, I have no attachment to masculinity. I do. So, let's talk about this. Uh, let's. We're gonna come. We're gonna circle back. Tell some, us other day, some other day. Some other day. We're gonna do a gender I worked anyways. as a bartender. Woo-hoo. Um I sh- was not qualified, but uh, <laughs> no one else was. So I was trained to be a bartender. By default, you were qualified. Uh, yeah. Trained by being thrown into the flames. Um, now I'm not gonna say too much about my job because then I could lose it. Um, yeah, right. You still currently have it. Yeah, because you know it's it's mine. not professional to talk too much about your job. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think we all can fill in the gaps. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, it, but uh, I did. I did learn. I learned a, a lot about. Um, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I, people, I suppose. Yeah. Um, that different people really do want different things from you. That's obvious. I, no, what I did learn is there are a lot of things that are obvious and still need to be said. Mm-hmm. That's uh, something that occurs to me a lot. Is that. We sometimes don't say something because we either think it's obvious or it is obvious. Um, but often something simple and obvious is the hardest thing to to actually really grasp. Uh, um, I see what you're saying. In, in a meaningful way of, you know, other people exist uh, and are as complex as you are. It, you know, that's one of those things. It's like, yeah. And anyone who denies that, you would say, what's, you know, what's wrong with you? Why mm. would you deny that? Mm. That's called solipsism, you know. Um, and it's it's a, got a negative connotation to it. You don't want to be called solipsistic. That's a that's a criticism. This is a new word for me. Someone yeah. So yeah, later. it just means someone who uh, believes that they're the only thing that exists. That they are the creator of the oh, world. Sure, and that sure, They're sure, the sure, sure, center sure. of the world. I am familiar you know? with this concept. Um, and so, uh, you know, if you were to say I am the only uh, being as complex as I am, I'm the only human being as complex as I am. Everyone else is a little more simple. That would be you know, a crazy thing to say. 
Sure. Um, but I, a lot of people still operate that way because they don't believe. That's okay. There we go. That's what I believe. If someone believes they understand something, they're they're farther away from understanding it. And that is, you know, again, the Dunning-Kruger effect is talked about a lot. Yeah. But if you believe that you have a real grasp of the fact that the world is full of complex people, as complex as you are, and, and, that, and you believe that you respect that totally and completely, you are much farther away than someone who knows that they're not great at always realizing that, but knows they need to work on it. Mm. Uh, those who believe themselves healthy uh, when they are in fact not, or, or, or believe an attitude they have to be healthy, or, or the, the pinnacle of that health, so to speak, mm -hmm. is often farther away from ever really having a healthy attitude towards something than someone who knows they have a much more unhealthy attitude sure. already, but knows they need to work on it. So that's what I mean by the simplest things is that um, if, if you really believe that something is, is simple and therefore you understand it, uh, it's why it needs to be restated. Mm. Is sometimes you just have to say, you know, uh, you say you understand this, but really look at what you did. Look at how you acted that day. Do you really understand that people are as complex as you are? Do you right. really understand you know, that who you are will always uh, be reflected back to you by your actions, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that's just as much uh, a self-criticism as it is a pontification. Um, I'm not trying to be like, and everyone else should know that, but I've learned it. That would be a little ironic. Uh, right, it's just a general observation. It's, it's, it's an observation about myself as yeah. well. Is yeah. I often uh, think I really, I get something, uh, and that, that gets in the way of me... Uh, progressing in a lot of different ways. Hmm. Uh, I also learned, um, and Angie and I disagree a little bit about the wording of this, Okay. but that joy, some oh, sort of this, internal yep, 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 this lasting sense of joy, I believe it's a project. And I say that because it has been the one thing that gives me a lot of comfort when things are difficult. I, I This job taught you a lot, eh? I'm not going to give the credit all to the job. Yeah, Just it happened life, to be in the time frame It was of a the very summer. intense yeah. summer for many, many different reasons. Both of us fell in love. Only one of us is still in a relationship, and it's Angie. Um, <laughs> uh, I debated whether or not to say that, but I'm going to say it. It's funny, though. It. It's too late. Um, you know, it's, uh, it was a very intense summer, and I... And I uh, if you've been sad for a long time, it starts to feel as though every emotion you have um, has an underline of sadness. You know, you can uh, write as many words as you want, but that underline is always there. Uh, and the words in this case are the different emotions you feel as you go about your life or your day. Uh, you know, in the in the in the minute sense. Um, and we can accept that. A lot of people feel that way. I think that there's always going to be this underline of sadness to their life. Um, and they just have to accept it. Uh, and, and it occurred to me that there's no reason, uh, besides the very cynical worldview that I definitely have, uh, that there can't be an underline of joy, uh, or even an overline, a, a superscript, if we want to be uh, incorrect about our usage of our um, word processor. Um, <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> the point is, is if you can have uh, this one emotion that feels deep and that lasts through all your other emotions, then maybe, I can make that emotion joy. I, that I see what you're is saying. is the idea of the project. Right. Uh, is that I have That's to a build line. a joy and not believe that it is uh, knocked down every time I feel something that isn't joy. 
if I can accept that I can have some sort of right, it maintains itself else. around the other emotions despite how difficult they are. Yeah, parallel. That's powerful. Yeah, parallel I is see what, what you're I'm saying. saying. So a parallel. I made up a word. Oh yeah. So I was um that parallel isn't the word I made up. That's very much a word. I <laughs> I was in the music library of my university, which is a music university, and I was in there this year in September for the first time in a year. Because, uh, you know, over the pandemic, I didn't go there. And Have you guys I ever heard felt, of COVID? Yeah. I felt <laughs> this joy. Because I remember that in first year, all I wanted to do was be in that music library. I spent so much goddamn time <laughs> in that music library because I loved it. I just loved wandering around and the space itself. And I remember being in there again. And I went up and I, I browsed a shelf of books. And I found a book. And I, I picked it up. And I was like, oh, my God. This is why I'm alive. This is cool. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, even more. And I and I was trying to like figure out like how do I describe this joy? And I made up a word, even though it is a a combination of perfectly acceptable suffixes, and 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 prefixes. Go for it. Prefixes? What was it? Prefix. Prefixes. Uninhibitable. Uninhibitable. Now, it's not a word. Um. But you, you could tell me that was a word and I wouldn't know any different. But to inhibit is to constrict something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, so it's not if something a word. is inhibitable, it's, it's, you can constrict it. Um, uninhibited is the word that this came from. And I'm like, but what it needs to be is not an uninhibited joy. Because that I'm never going to have that. That's it's a kind joy of unrealistic I, to expect for yourself, right? Yeah, I'm trying to develop yeah. a joy that is not con- that you can't constrict. Rather than one that is free and unconstricted one that can't be constricted which the no that, there matters. is a difference that is a difference i see what you're saying um and and so it's hard that's mm-hmm. the other thing the reason i want to treat it as a project is because then it's hard it takes work and it's okay and for the work is hard. acceptable right yeah. and that work when you acknowledge it doesn't feel like such a chore you feel like oh this is part of being you know part of the project having happiness and joy in my life so I will accept that work and I will take what comes along with it. Yeah, I think that's really, that's and, a big and, and, um, yeah. realization for you. And and again, it's one of those things of I can be happy. Yeah. Sounds like a very simple thing. Um, but it isn't. Uh, mm. Reminding yourself and remembering you can be in such a terrible place that you don't think you're ever going to be happy again. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. As well as you can be so happy you think you'll never be sad again. And mm. it hits even harder that time. Um, it's true. <laughs> So, the idea is just to maintain a sense of the project, not necessarily the joy. Don't focus so much on the goal, because again, like everything in life, uh, it, 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 it's fleeting. Like, everything goes to nothing in the end. <laughs> so, you know, why do anything at all? <laughs> well, because you're alive. And, and, and what I'm can. doing right now is um, referencing Simone de Beauvoir, a French philosopher who... Ooh. Um, was married to Sartre. Uh, I'm not even going to try and do the R in his name. Um, he was very creative, but she was a much better philosopher in, in that she could make a, a system of these sort of things. And um, I'm studying her right now in university. Uh, I've always been a fan. And I just, that's one of the things she talks about, though, is that, you know, um, you, can, you can make the argument of, well, it all goes to nothing. Why do anything? And that can feel that way with joy. Now, this is me expanding, and maybe she wouldn't agree. But with uh, with joy, it's, you know, well, it's all going to go back to, you know, sadness. You're, always, you're not going to always be happy. Why do it? It's, it's because doing it is the point, not the result. To do it itself, to, to try and create this joy, that is the beauty, not the joy. 
I'm happy that we're touching also on beautiful, this. though. Because we, we did have a really long conversation about this on a on a subway ride after seeing each other for the first time in a little while. And it was, it was actually pretty emotional. And I, I did have a... Um, an experience there. I think we both did, and we don't need to get too into that because it is personal. But I, I want to build off that point, but I almost want to leave it for another episode because we've been discussing doing an episode on happiness for some time, and I know we just have such different um, views on it that it would definitely be a powerful conversation. So instead, oh, yeah. instead, I'm going to tell you about my summer. Yeah, sounds like I'm going to start a ghost story or something, but bit. I'm not. I'm not. To um, well, you know, this this summer was was a big a big one for me, a major one, and definitely kind of, to me at least, the way I see it, symbolized a, a bit of a, I guess a new, a new chapter for me, or just a new kind of pattern in my life and, and how I live, and that sounds kind of overly exaggerative, but it's not. Um, I worked a job at a resort in, in Aurelia, Ontario, um, and I met some really wonderful people. I worked really, really hard. Um, so I, I definitely learned a lot in that experience. I also fell very deeply in love and that was such an impactful part of my summer and, and brought me a lot of joy. And I, I honestly don't think I would have gotten through the summer without it. I learned two things. First thing, if you go to work with not one, but two pins that say your pronouns on them, people will still get them wrong. <laughs> uh, and beyond that, using they, them pronouns, I. I feel like this might be something that I have to deal with for the rest of my life. And I might not have acknowledged that, but I certainly do now. Um, and that was a fun part of working in service. And Sean, I'm sure you have similar experiences. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you guys do too. So there's that. Second thing, a little more positive. I am a hell of a lot more capable of handling stress than I thought. In fact, I'm actually pretty good at it. Um, and I can do so in a way that I don't take my stress out on other people. Um, and then I can still thrive and, um, maintain a, a state of calm through it. And you know what? That's something I've struggled with for a long time. So that was pretty cool learning that I can cope with that and, and get through it and, and, you know, with flying colors, that was pretty lit. Um, so thank God I'm going into the film industry because I'm going to have to learn how to do that pretty much every day. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a big summer for both of us. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually interesting that you talked about the um, sort of you're stronger than you think idea, right? About in terms of you dealing with stress. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I knew I was I was strong. I've always known I was a strong person, but I don't think I realized to what degree I could actually maintain myself in really hard, really hard conditions. You hmm. know what I mean? Like not not even just getting through it, actually doing so in a way that that helped other people, and I kept positive and more than just getting through it getting through stressful situations beyond just grappling through but actually flying yeah that was awesome i didn't know i could do that at all yeah i learned how badly i deal with stress <laughs> hey that's okay it, uh, too it was like a thing everyone at my at job point. noticed um, I, I noticed also that even when I was dealing well with stress, I never uh, appeared to be. I, I, I have deer in the headlight syndrome, I call it. Oh, so even if you felt like you were doing okay inside on the outside. People were like, are you okay? Are you all right? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm actually doing well. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Fun question. Also, Thanks. Sometimes Next. you lie to yourself, you know? <laughs> uh, I think it's also part of it. 
I'm, it's re I'm really glad we're friends, uh, and sometimes I wonder how we are, because I took such hey. a different a different approach. I, I you know it's sort of like oh opposites attract in terms of like a lot of different things. Uh, I think it really can work in friendship. Sometimes it doesn't, yeah. but um, I think we have some fundamental views that we share. But we take away very different things from the same experiences or even those fundamental things. And so what I'm going to yeah. say here is you you came away with you're stronger than you think, and what I actually came away with is that more often than not. You are not as strong as you think, and it's okay. Are you talking me specifically? Everyone. Or people in general? Okay. I think a lot of times, people break and can't acknowledge it because they think it's defeat uh, yeah. and that it's necessarily a bad thing. I, I, um, I understand that you know, you're stronger than you think, and there are a lot of times when that's true. Like The fact that I got through the summer at all I give myself credit for that. Same, same. But uh, you are not as strong as you think is can be true at the same time. Uh, life can break you, and that is okay. It is okay not you to be as strong things. as you think you are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's okay to feel as though the wind is really picking up. Mm -hmm. Hey, metaphorically uh, as well. Uh, it's okay to feel as though the wind is really picking <laughs> up and you don't know that you're going to stand straight. It's exactly. okay to say, ah... This really fucked me up. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. We're allowed to swear on this. For a second, I, no, I thought we can. messed up. We have that little E next to the title, don't we? That's true. We do. Uh, oh, oh, also, by the way, a uh, quick little thing. Uh, we're coming up on, on time here. We're going to make this episode a little shorter because yes. it's starting to rain. Oh, um, no. <laughs> we still had listeners. We took like about a two-month hiatus. Three-month three hiatus. Three-month summer hiatus. A lot of y'all kept listening. Uh, throughout the summer. Throughout. Yeah. Maybe repeat listenings. Maybe... Just Maybe just returning, up, catching up. up. Uh, it was it was you. really a joy to see. It it's was true. amazing to, to look to at. See our, we have our, actually our really not continue. lost that many listeners. People were still listening, and I only checked it out like near the end of September. I, I looked at the thing and I was like, "Oh my god!" I looked at our analytics, going, "Hey, so uh, <laughs> nice. thank so you, so thank you for listening." Um, and and being kind to yourself can also mean acknowledging when you are not good. And, and I know, again, simple things sound obvious. But being kind can be looking at your flaws. Sure. Being yeah. kind to yourself can be saying, I'm not good at this thing. Allowing yourself to be weak is a kindness mm. to yourself. That's awesome. I like that. That's, um, yeah. Is that what you'd like to leave the people with? I don't know. There are the other people? things, maybe, I suppose. But we do have to, <laughs> to wrap this up, as it were. Um, I would like to, as the rain comes, um, take the good and the bad together and allow them to exist beside each other because sometimes They're going to do it anyway. They're going to do it anyway. I had a lot of, some of my worst moments this summer and some of my best, and neither of them overshadow the other. They both exist at the same time. Um, in this strange, disgusting little harmony, and I'm so proud of it. It is really raining. It's really We're starting to rain. We should really go. Thank um, you so much for listening. Welcome to season two of I Swear This Will Make Sense. Next episode will be the uh, topic that we left off on and we were supposed to do and then we didn't do. <laughs> Sorry about that a little bit. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. next time. We will see you next episode. Uh, whenever that is. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.